Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. In all your reading, have you ever heard that crystals, using crystals, can be used instead of showering? Because I went on a date years ago before I got married with a woman who had six crystals mm. and told me she doesn't shower anymore because the crystals cleanse her. I swear to God, it was it was crazy. But maybe it wasn't. Uh, have you read anything about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I think there's there's like sort of what we would call spiritual or energetic cleansing and then like physical cleansing. I think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to today's episode of Fanatics. I am your host, Claire Kramer. And yes, I've got the same co-host as I did last week, not David Maganoff. He is on fraternity leave. I have got the amazing Jake Marin. Hi, Jake. Hey, Claire. It's great to be here. And I'm super excited about today's episode. It's going to be fun. I'm excited that you're excited. And I'm excited that you are you are coming back to, to are you enjoying fanatics? Are you enjoying the fanatics experience? Uh, I think I'm becoming a fanatic about fanatics. I think that's what's happening. So yes. Okay, good. And that that like closes the loop. I love that. <laughs> yes. The, you know what I found? The more episodes you do, and now I'm in the 80s, I believe, or maybe even the 90s of recording episodes. I really do get fanatical about the topics of the show. And I'm kind of like one of those personalities that, you know, for example, today we talk about quantum physics. Yes. Uh, with with JC Elliott, which I'll get back to in a second. JC, of course, is such a sweet person from Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, Romance and Style. She, I feel like I grew up with her from watching Grey's, like mm -hmm. just like she's in my living room and like my BFF. But talking about quantum physics with her made me really want to like go study quantum physics, which I do not have time in my life to do. It, it so. made me want to watch some YouTube videos. It didn't make me want to go study it because that's never uh -huh. going to happen. But it definitely makes me want to go down some Reddit subreddits and think that I know mm. everything and see some crazy content. Yes. I love that you bring up Reddit because Reddit seems to be the perfect place for quantum physics. Yes! I have actually, I've not Googled it there, you know, but that is a very good idea and I, and I should turn my attention. Well, to that. Claire, you're, you're a mother and we don't want you to spend the next three weeks stuck on Reddit. You know, that's the only problem. The, that is the problem because that, I mean, talk about deep dive down a rabbit hole, a uh -huh. Reddit rabbit hole. 
<laughs> yeah, you live in there. You live in there. Uh, so anyway, JC comes on. She is, as we said, such a lovely person who grew up in France, went to school there, now is, you know, living in Los Angeles. And this is just such a fascinating episode, especially, I think, if you're into science anyway, and also if you are familiar with the Los Angeles culture, I would yeah. say. Big time. Yes. Crystals. It resonates. Get ready. Enjoy. JC, how can two particles be in two different places at the same time? What is going on with that? Uh, uh, that <laughs> there, that's that's uh, one way to jump into it. I think there are many <laughs> different particle. We can talk about many different relationships between particles. What I think you're referring to is quantum, the quantum physics realm. I first started researching quantum physics because my mom is a psychiatrist and she was she's a researcher and she was studying quantum psychology and uh what's interesting for me about that is uh how in depth it goes into uh studying things that we it, you know quantum physics is relatively new it's like new uh it's like 60 years old and it's breaking down a lot of ideas that we had in basic theory about how the world is built and it, it explains energy and explains uh you know matter and it has something like quantum entanglement for like example two particles that are very different very far distances in the world that are related through energy specifically and so they interact at a different and it's all, you know, I'm I'm not a quantum teacher, so I I could I could listen to something and go into the depth and try to understand it, but it's one of those things that like the more you know, the less you know, sort of. And it hurts kind your of like brain. Poker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very interesting subject. And uh I started getting into it during the pandemic. And I sort of went into like a deep dive into it. And I applied to college to try to get a degree. And that's still on my list. But, you know, a lot's happened since then. So. Oh, my. Okay. I have to stop you right here. First of all, we have to come back to quantum psychology. That is yes. something I definitely want to discuss. But for those who don't know, how, what is the definition of quantum physics? And I'm one of those who don't know. So please tell me. Yes. I have no idea. So we had the basic theory, right, of like uh, what Einstein uh, sort of like wrote down and what he came up with. And then at some point we realized that there was at an atomic level and a subatomic particle level in a very smaller way. There's a way that atoms interact that we just couldn't seem to explain. And that's when we that's when where quantum physics lies and it explains mm. the energetic field around us where uh, we as humans and animals interact with the world around us, but also everything has everything around us is energy. And quantum physics explains how that energy works between everything in the world. Wow. I guess I wanted to ask you, uh, because this is very interesting to me. I'm just a comedian who has uh, government uh, education in the background, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but all these superhero movies, you know, they're they're talking about quantum physics. Uh -huh. Do you go see these? Do you care at all? Or are they just kind of like yeah. low grade? 
No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like highly educated. I, <laughs> I just happen to be interested in this one little subject or not this massive subject, but uh, I didn't go to college. I went to an acting school um, and I'm certainly not a scientific person. I was good in science, but what pulled me in is sort of the magical aspect because for a long time, there are things that we couldn't necessarily explain. For example, the quantum entanglement is a very good example of like, you know, if you take two twins that share DNA and, you know, basic coding of how they're built, they will have similar experiences at different times, no matter how far they are from each other. And that used to be some kind of mystical thought that might, you know, just be a spiritual experience, but really now they're explaining that it is a site, they're proving it scientifically. And so when you think about that, really what it is, it's like, it's sort of magic, which is what pulls me in. It sort of explains things that like at a level that we, we as humans have not fully comprehended yet. And so something like, uh, like a, a superhero movie, I think, you know, it might be a stretch, but like at some point, maybe mm. you, we would be able to explain or not explain, but like reach a level to which we could consider having powers. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds kooky, but like, I like no. to dream like that, you know? <laughs> It sounds great. It sounds like the world I want to live in, Jason. Yeah, That's what it sounds I know, like. I know. Well, it's really interesting because the science is based on atoms and particles mm. that you have to, you can't see them with mm. your, you know, you can't, unless you're fortunate enough to, you know, work in a lab and, and constantly have access to all sorts of things. You're not able to like prove these theories with your own I guess vision, right? I mean, right. you have to at some point subscribe to the that's to the theory of the quantum physics, right? So, talk a little bit about that because there there is that ties into the magical mystical side really well. I think yes, it totally because I think for a long time there actually it was just theory, and there weren't like now we have quantum uh, computers and we they've come up with all these like experiments that like we can only do because we have a very extended very complicated technology that's able to measure energy and so now they're you know they've gotten it's very recent and they have now uh certain nobel prizes and stuff like that that has been allocated to people who who have been able to prove certain theories that we had which I think you're right, like for a long time, it was all sort of theoretical and sort of out in the ether and nobody really knew what to even grasp onto. And like, it felt like some kind of invention, but now it's being proved as we speak to be, you know, we're, it, I think we reached a point in society, certainly in California. Um, I don't know where you guys are in the world. Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, Los Angeles. Okay. So you've like sort of experienced the new age sort of, you know, approach that we have where we we starting to sort of accept that there is an energy, how that works. You've probably heard of like sound bowls and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I've used them. Yeah. And have you ever felt like any effects of it of any kind? I had actually an acting teacher who would use a sound bowl at the beginning and the end of class, and I felt so calm. I, I went and bought like a little small one, 
it did not have the same effect. I think you like being, <laughs> being around being around people and having someone else do it. It's just the energy. It yeah, really, yeah. It really just kind of honed everything in. So yeah. yes, maybe that sounds like Los Angeles nonsense, but I felt it. It was it, awesome. It, it does and it doesn't because I think, you know, it's like science, science grows with society and it's all like we all sort of move forward in time with like common experience and knowledge that we gain. And whether or not we're like scientific people who go out and seek that information, it does exist in like the culture that's being built in the world. And specifically in Los Angeles, it's sort of like this little hub for energetic experience where people go out and seek out that sort of knowledge. Uh And I think it's not like, I don't think it's a, it's a uh, coincidence that this is coming out in the scientific world, but also in the psychological world, like we were just talking about, it's coming out like on so many different levels of society and also in yeah. everyday life where people are, you know, it has an element of like, you know, a phony, energetic talk. But I think it's it's to some level, if you can learn how it works and if you can sort of hone down and try to um, manipulate it and experience it. And, and, and I think it's, it's a very, it's sort of a subject that like, I have bright eyes when I think about it. Cause it's, it's sort of this like open door to Oz that we haven't experienced yeah. that we don't know really much about, but I guarantee you in like 10 to 20 years, everybody's going to be sort of like a lot more knowledgeable about it and um, tap into some kind of thing that we yeah. so I'm still kind of thinking about the definition of quantum physics because it's so it's it is hard to define yes. I think would it be the study of atoms and the energy and particles within matter and and how those interact right right and in a very like sort of basic idea it's the study of energetic field and how things what things interact what things don't how they interact how you know, certain things interact specifically between each other. We, there are some experiment, for example, where um, they've studied atoms and how they interact, whether or not we're watching them as scientists. And the answer is different, which on a, it's, it's so complicated, but that's crazy. They explain that atoms, <laughs> you know, have you ever heard of Schrodinger's cat where it's like, whether or not you look inside the box, the cat is dead and alive. Have you heard of this? No, no, tell me. I'm please. It's sort of one of the first basic ideas that if you have a box and you put a cat in it and you ask someone if the cat is dead or alive, the answer is that it is both at the same time. Because okay. until you witness something, you cannot know it, it exists. It's <sighs> it's a. <laughs> It's the it's sort of the multiverse, right? It they're both because you don't know what it is. Both are true at the same time, and until you look at it, the cat is both dead and alive because it lives in a realm that no one sort of has control over at that time. So can I? And that I don't mean to interrupt, but can I tell my wife, you know, if I ate a chocolate bar, that it's both in (laughs) and outside of me that I did and did not eat it. (laughs) <laughs> you, you until she's seen the wrapper, it's both not eaten and eaten. Perfect. That's sort of the idea. Yeah. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But it's it's one of those things that you have to like, you have to hear and study in order to understand because it so it burns a hole through my right through my brain when I try to think about it. But basically, this whole thing about the cat, what they did later is one of the things they were able to prove is that they did an experiment. And in the experiment, they realized that atoms organize themselves independently. And atoms create our reality. And so until you look at it, the atoms will not be your reality. They will be their own independent reality. <laughs> Claire, my mind is, is blown. My mind uh, is blown, Claire. Well, and then, and then it's how much do we organize our own reality versus right. the reality of the matter and the particles and the energy there. And well, then and the it reality really... that everybody else has around us. For example, talking about like quantum uh, psychology, one of the things, because my mom is a researcher, and so she goes and she studies like new ideas. And one of the first things in quantum psychology that they just were sort of realized is that history is being passed on through uh, generations through your DNA. And it's that's it's so you can see like trauma uh, trauma is being passed on through generations, and that will determine uh, trauma response, stress response. It will like literally trickle down until it's like solved at a quantum level for people through energetic work and all of that. And another thing that they've realized, I'm sorry, we were talking about. See, I like I lose <laughs> like psychology, <laughs> quantum psychology, yes, and, quantum and science, yes, but there was another part of quantum psychology, but it's very interesting. It's it reaches into so many different aspects of um, of the way we work as beings in a planet that is all energy. So you mentioned the quantum psychology, which first of all, I think I want to go see your mother <laughs> and have her do a little work up on me. Um, but I think I've heard from you that was your sort of introduction into quantum mm -hmm. physics. And so when she first said, hey, JC, I'm studying, I'm doing quantum psychology. What was your thought? How did you like start picking her brain and like then start to become fascinated with the subject yourself? It actually started, I was living, I'm French. I, I grew up in France uh, and I moved to the States about like seven years ago. And I went to college in Paris or what I call college, but it was a theater school. <laughs> um, and while I was going to that school, I remember my mom came to Paris for a weekend and we went to see an exhibit, an art exhibit. And the art exhibit was about science in art. And it was a whole exhibit about basically quantum physics, but it was, it was ideas of like, if you see the art, do you really under, like, does the art 
need witness to become art or is art art by itself or is the is the the audience the maker of the art and the artist it was a whole like that was sort of the angle on the exhibition like if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it does it make a sound right right exactly there you go which it might not but we don't know exactly uh jc i was curious though it sounds like your mom is just a genius uh is this something you guys bond over and talk about you know like it's thanksgiving coming up or or Christmas, do you guys just sit down and talk about quantum physics? We we have because <laughs> <laughs> we have just because she's she's very curious about what I think about, and I I did have a mild obsession during the pandemic, and since then, like so many things have been thrown at me that I've lost track of it a little bit. But we've talked about it because I I try to live my life in an instinctual sort of way. Because I think as an actor, what my biggest tool is my instinct, the biggest thing I can harness to do my work. And in some way, I can't help but think that that has a quantum uh, approach to acting because instinct is based on the reading of energy. And I think what I've experienced in my life is the more I act out of instinct, the sort of finer tuned it is. And um, I realized not so long ago that if I only act out of that instinctual sort of place that lives within your stomach, I can never sort of do something wrong for myself because it's right for me. And so it just seems to always set me onto like a very clear path as to like connecting me to myself. And it just, it somehow it feels connected to that entire idea of the quantum realm. So we do bond over that because she's interested in like knowing, cause I feel like I'm a little experiment that she like planted a seed and now she can like see me sort of run with it and see as an artist, we get to sort of play with the experience of being human. And so like, this is an interesting sort of, sort of sidebar to it. <laughs> it's, it is so interesting. I've never thought about like the a- acting from instincts. I, I, mm. in, even though I feel like I probably have utilized that, I've always mm. thought of it as like, okay, the one thing in life you could never control is your emotions. So I can't mm. go into this scene like expecting this is how I'm going to act or this is. So it's kind of the same thing in a weird sort of way. And to be able to bring that into real life is kind of my goal for 2023. <laughs> like, don't try to control, don't try to control everything so much. Just sort of like live in the chaos and be okay right, with it. Right. And yeah. I think in that way, like when you relinquish control and and let yourself just, this is a good like sort of way to just have control over the way you, the way you take in the world rather than what you, how you try to make everything happen. Great. Cause we can't control how things happen, but you can only control how you react. Right. Yes. Okay. JC, I love it. I'm, I'm in here. I am. (laughs) You're going to start your own like masterclass in quantum acting physics. I will help you because it's going to be, and your mom can be like the psychologist who's there to like heal the trauma. So Uh (laughs) um, how do you go about studying and interacting with quantum physics in your daily life? Do you have shows you watch? Do you have books you read? Do you have like special crystals that bring energy around? Do you have a personalized license plate? uh Yeah. Yeah. Just walk around with like a pouch with, specific uh 
crystals. Oh, love yeah. that. I don't do the crystal thing. I don't like I as much as I'm curious about this thing and I believe in it and I'm, you know, it, it draws me in. I am a very big skeptic. And so things like crystals, mm. I don't like I I believe that they have a certain because I know that like from what I've experienced, I know or read, I know that like rocks have a specific kind of energy and it, so it makes sense. I'm not one for carrying around crystals, but I think the most I've done to sort of seek out that kind of information is read. I, I've read books about it. I've had conversation with friends who like know about it. And uh, it came sort of up to a point where I was like, I need to be able to talk about this with clear examples and ideas and the wording and all of that. And that's when I felt the need to, I applied to SMC during the pandemic and I wanted to get to this, like, in order to study quantum physics, you have to be at a certain level of having gone through certain schooling. And because I'm French and I didn't get even, like, a high school diploma here, it would take me a very, very long time. Mm. So it's only it's something I, I'm, I have in my mind that I want to do that I'm working towards, but it's going to take, like probably like a decade for me to get to the end of it, you know? <laughs> JC, let me, let me ask you in all your reading, have you ever heard that crystals using crystals can be used instead of showering? Because I went on a date years ago before I got married with a woman who had six crystals mm. and told me she doesn't shower anymore because the crystals cleanse her. I swear to God, it was, it was crazy. But maybe it wasn't. Uh, have you read anything about that? No. <laughs> I I think there's there's like sort of what we would call spiritual or energetic cleansing, and then like physical cleansing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How, how was the date? Is the question? Oh, the date was one of the worst dates of my life, and uh, oh, okay. we went we went to Earth Cafe, which was a perfect spot for her. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, so, JC, what has the study of quantum physics brought you, like, internally? Is there a sense of peace knowing that there's so much that we can't control because of the, because of this scientific, you know, study and scientific subscriptions? Mm. I think it's not so much that we, like, can't con control it. I think there's, like, a sense of wonderment. Mm. Like, I feel like a, like I feel like a kid, you know, when I think about all these things. And it's like, you, you know, if you spend a little time thinking about how we're like a planet and a universe and a galaxy, and there are, like, millions of other galaxies with a lot of different... Like, when you start thinking about that stuff, like, the sense of, like, being really small and being insignificant and all of that, like... That to me makes me like excited because it does like, it feels like who cares about doing laundry? You know what I mean? Like it just has a feeling. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think so about, it's, it's, oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but do you think about things no, the, no. the other way too? Like the fact that we're so big and we have all these cells and then it just goes down and down and down. It's almost like we're, we're, we're our own universe and there's so much yeah. that we don't even see. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there's so much that we are experiencing that we don't know we're experiencing because it's such a, a small, invisible, almost kind of level that we have n no idea about. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like it's a sense of wonderment and like relief because of that. 
And also because I think it's not so much that we can't control it, but it's like, it's exciting to think that there might be future ways in which we learn to like deal with the world around us. That's, it makes me excited and sort of, you know, uh, it's, I'm curious about like, for me, where it really sort of honed down was the experience of being an actor and thinking about it in that sense, because, um, I mean, I could go on forever, but like w- there was this anthropologist uh, or doctor researcher that his name is Gabor Mate. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he's done a million things and he studies stress specifically and the effects oh. of stress on your body. And they were trying to figure out like the connection between your body and your mind sort of. And what they came, what they realized in that research is that your stomach holds all of a lot of. Uh, nerve ending yes so the idea of your stomach being a second brain is actually you know when we talk about like a gut feeling it's actually not a not a cuckoo idea it's actually because your brain your your stomach assesses the information that your body is getting a lot faster than your brain Mm -hmm. and so that is instinct and so if you sort of start dissecting that and what that means because your body is taking in energy and processing that energy faster than your mind it's sort of like a seven a sixth sense that you could or like a eighth or i don't remember your intuition yeah your your intuition is (laughs) another sense yeah 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 so it's never ending i love it i i love this jc this is so fascinating and i feel like i'm gonna go down a rabbit hole tonight tomorrow and the next day yeah, I for sure am. In addition to your mom, do you have other people that you're close to in your life that you've pulled into this uh, this study so that you can have that community right around you without yeah, having go to, so to go to college? I have school? like, well, yes. I sort of like at some point I wanted to be like in the 1800s when they would like just sit with like, a, you know, a genius brainozoid person that would just like talk about stuff and you could have like an evening just to like listen to these people talk. But in in the meantime of finding that one person, <laughs> my boyfriend is from a family and uh, that is, uh, they're all uh, scientifics and his brother works in the quantum realm. And so we've talked a lot about that. And oh, then, wow. you know, my, my father and I have like read a lot of books together and I have friends who are very into energy work in LA. And so it, it, to me, it all sort of pulls from the same world. And I'm curious into like making paths into all and connecting all of these ideas. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, that in LA, it's, it's very much the new age sort of uh, spirituality that you can find in it. And it's, it's interesting to me to try to figure out, you know, what, what is justifiable and what isn't because I'm a skeptic. It's like, it sort of offers a platform to kind of consider things in a new light. So this is interesting because before we get to the love letter, I, 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 we're always curious about the why, and you just sort of touched on it, but what are you hoping? Is there something you're hoping within yourself to solve once you have a clear understanding of you know, the, the way the universe works through Mm -hmm. quantum physics, is there something, you know, some people are very much into organized religion for certain Mm -hmm. reasons. Mm -hmm. Some people yoga practice. Is there something within you? Like, why are you drawn to this science? Do you think? 
I think the idea that I keep coming back to that really grabs me is the sense of creating your own reality. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of like power, but also of like working with the world around you because it's an exchange of energy and it's not something that you, it's not like a singular person sort of idea it the idea is that we're all connected and we all feed off of, off of each other and within that within like creating all these connections you can create your own reality and that's what i keep coming back to and it's one of these things that like i read about it for like two weeks i'm like into it and then i forget about it for a week and then i have to relearn everything <laughs> because it surpasses my own comprehension of the world it's kind of like when you stop like a project that you're very very into and then you try to go back a couple months later and you're like uh i can't because it is it's when you're comprehending new theories and and sort of the uncomprehensible yeah you if you're not staying in that moment you're kind of losing track of everything yeah totally and it goes specifically this goes against most of the things we were taught growing up in the world that we live in today. Absolutely. It's a different reality. And so it's reality. having to reshape your your understanding of yourself, of your the world, of why it's important. I'm very big on, you know, creating meaningful connections with people. And there's a reason why that's important. It's not just because it's good to be connected. It's also because of that connection will grow other things. And and that is sort of what keeps pulling me back. I love it. Yeah. Well, JC, before we go, I would love it if you could regale us with your love letter to quantum physics. Okay. Dear quantum physics, I love you for the sense of curiosity you create inside of me and for the never-ending source of wonderment and cohabitation on this planet. Love, JC. Yay. That was very sweet, JC. <laughs> and I-, I learned a lot today. <laughs> yeah, I, I did mean, too. I hope that I sort of, I tried to explain it for as much as I can like have words for. It, it's perfect. <laughs> Amazing. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, the funny thing is we started talking about crystals, which (laughs) really very loosely, if at all, tie into quantum physics. Uh But I'm the type that like, 
Okay, if someone tells me, like, for example, someone said, you need rose quartz because rose quartz is going to, like, cleanse your past trauma. I, like, went out and bought every rose quartz <laughs> necklace, ring, you know, earrings that I could. So I don't know. I, I, I agree with JC. Like, I'm not really a crystal person, but I'm also not willing, if someone makes that suggestion, to just ignore it. I'm somewhere in the middle. Right? I mean, because what I know most is that I don't know anything. So. Crystals might be something that could really cure any ailment. You know, I think it's silly. Obviously, I wanted to date with a girl, used it instead of showering. But my wife has bought me some crystals that I've used for positive thinking, that I've used to lower stress. And just the act of thinking about the crystals in that way, you know, maybe that's done it for me or maybe it's the crystal itself. I don't know. But I do know that there's so much out there that JC was just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that just blows well, my mind. We've all heard about like the tree falling in the forest and, uh-huh. you know, everybody's heard that analogy, but I had never heard about the cat in the box beings that are alive. <laughs> right? And then when, and then when she took it to the next level and said, well, you know, atoms and particles combine, they, they need to be seen to, to create, to combine and create that object, like, that's when I was like, what is happening here? I mean, that, it's hard to wrap your head around stuff like that. Well, it's like, does does, do any of these people outside right now exist unless you look at them? You know, are are people at the store right now? Or do they not even go to the store until I'm looking at them? Like, now I'm questioning my entire reality. Are are we living in an alter, you know, there are sound studies, not some, like, cockamamie studies by some, you know, alternate university, whatever. Not that there's any problem with that either. But sound studies that show that like we could, there's like a 50% chance or higher that we're, we could be living in an alternate universe. So, I mean, the, the moment you opened your mind to opening your mind, that's when it just shit starts to get really crazy. Yeah. And I think about like sound studies where I've heard that they regenerate the cells. How does it do it? How does it get deep inside of you? What particles there are being energized and how deep does it go? How small are these particles and what will the uses be that we find in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years? It's going to be crazy. Yeah. The other thing that she mentioned, now I'm just like going down a rabbit hole based on this podcast, but the other, the other thing that she mentioned was like DNA holding trauma. Yes. I understand my own DNA holding my own trauma. But I don't understand necessarily how that, I mean, I guess I do understand. I have kids. I've passed that on to the kids. Now the kids need to heal from my trauma to genetically heal before they have children. Otherwise, it's going to be another generation of trauma. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like a trauma person, but you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's trauma um, you had from your grandparents or their grandparents or their grandparents. I it's mean, trauma I, that's, it, yeah, always on existed. The, on the po- podcast, I started thinking about the Holocaust or like the Civil yes! War or, you know, like the, this God forbid these slave ships that came over from Africa. And I'm like, how do people ever heal? And then now we're talking about, we need a whole new podcast for this. Game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have to have a part two, three, four, and five of this episode. Part, part several, part more. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining. We love it when you tune in. Jake, you are the most awesomeness intern, internist co-host. Thank you again oh, for coming thank back. You. And it. Uh, remember what we always say, sharing is caring. So share this episode with your friends who enjoy quantum physics. And for those who 
don't know anything about quantum physics. Maybe, maybe you guys can make a new connection. Maybe if you materialize it with a new friend, I don't know what I'm saying. You can materialize a new relationship just through this episode of quantum physics. Right? There we go. It, it could happen and it could happen right now. So do it. Sharing is caring. <laughs> and thanks so much for being here, everybody. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. And before you guys go, coming up next week on Fanatics, Jacob Buster. Yes, you know him from Let the Right One In and Colony. Um, he is coming on to talk about Avatar, The Last Airbender. It is a really special episode, and we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. <laughs>